This is Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. For more information, please visit my website at spiritualityunpackedalloneword.com. Welcome to Spirituality Unpacked. It is Thursday, and therefore it is time for another episode. So I decided today we were just going to kind of wing it a little bit, um, because I've had um, a number of breakthroughs this week, I guess, and I I put some blogs out um, on uh, Tuesday. Yeah, I think that was what it was, and... um, I was talking a little bit about um, stability and about commitment. And so I think that's where we're kind of going to take this. So the idea behind stability is that it's not outside of you. Stability is the inside of you. It is a feeling. People will tell you that stability is about your bank account, about where you live, about the job you hold, um, about the relationship that you're in, um, about the economy, about the government, about um, healthcare, about all of those things. And people will tell you that stability is those things. But when you make stability about that, and especially in the world we live in today, you will feel pretty rocky. That's a pretty bumpy ride. And you are going to be very unstable, or at least you're going to feel it. If you're not unstable, you will feel it. And so even if your job has held, even if you are still living in the same place, even if you are still in the same relationship, even if your healthcare has not changed, even if if all the things are the same, even if nothing has changed in the last two years, except the world around you, outside, the world around you, the outside world around you, sorry, is is jumbling and jiggling all over the place. Even if that's the only thing that's changed, you will feel unstable because you're taking your cues from the outside world every single time. Stability comes from within. It is not about what's happening out there. And it doesn't matter how unstable your life may be. It doesn't matter if you uh, change jobs every two weeks. It doesn't matter if you can't keep a relationship past the first date. It doesn't matter if you are wondering where the food's coming from or how the bills are getting paid. It doesn't matter if all of those things are going on. Stability is a feeling. It is not a circumstance. And I know that's, 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 it's easy to say, I I get it. And I've also been in those places where stability was a circumstance. And I've, I've been in the place where I've had to try to figure out how to pay the bills in the place where I've had to try to figure out how to make these things happen, where 
my circumstances were unstable and therefore I felt unstable within myself. But the thing is, is I couldn't fix the outside world. The only thing I had control over, the only thing I could deal with was me. I'm not fixing me because I'm not broken, but I am going to heal me so that I can understand that stability is within. And what I learned how to do, of course, was block out kind of what was going on around me. I just sort of stopped paying attention. Now that seems completely irresponsible and crazy, but that's literally what I did. I had to stop paying attention to the problems. I had to redirect my brain away from the trouble. I had to start reminding myself when the brain would go down the path of this isn't paid and that isn't done and you got this to deal with and where are we, how are we eating next week? When we would get there, I had to go down the path of, nope, that's not yours. There's nothing you can do about it. It'll be fine. It'll work out. Drop it. Move on. Go over here and do something else. Do not let the brain go down the rabbit hole. So stability is internal. So what does that look like? When you are unstable like that, as I was, when you are completely unstable, it affects your ability to commit to things. So here's what was happening. Because I work for myself, my work requires that I commit to it. My vision or my business requires that I commit to it. And when you're unstable, and you're feeling unstable based on circumstances, you're going to try to do things in your work that to create stability. And you may do things that you don't necessarily want to do. I can remember in my computer business offering to build websites for people. Just because I can doesn't mean I should. And I was undercharging severely because I was so desperate to bring in money. And I was doing things I didn't really want to do. It's not that I can't build websites and it's not, it's not even that I don't enjoy building websites. I do not want to build websites for other people. So by doing things out of desperation, I started to not like my work and then I wouldn't commit to it and then I wouldn't do it and then I would get upset and then less money would come in and and it was it was a circle and now in today's world in 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 this current version of what I do which has nothing to do with computers at all now I I I've still been doing it my vision was to be an author and a speaker, kind of a wannabe Wayne Dyer or Eckhart Tolle. And I wouldn't commit to just writing because that would mean where would the money come from? I, did, I don't. I didn't, I don't have a big enough audience that Amazon's going to support me. My Amazon sales aren't, aren't going to support me. So how am I, 
how am I earning money if I'm not offering sort of these a la carte kind of things, these things that are uh, freely available all the time, appointments, right, one-to-one, -one. how am I making a living if I'm not offering those? And that was connected back to stability, right? So that meant I couldn't commit to my vision of being an author. Something had to give. And so I got to a place in my process, in my healing journey, a while back actually, where I, where I stopped offering one-to-one -one on a regular basis. And now I only offer them once every few months. And I've committed more to writing. The commitment to the vision has helped. There's been a lot of things that I've also done in my work that where I was looking for long-term commitment outside of me. So I was offering things like private coaching and a year of this and six months of that. And by looking for commitment in the external world from other people, I was trying to replace it within myself because I wasn't committed to my own work. So there were lots of places where that was a problem. Commitment was, was key. So back up to the present day, what were the breakthroughs, Laura? The breakthroughs, what I began to understand was the connection between stability and commitment. And I began to understand the role that my non-commitment was playing in, in what I was doing or not doing. I began to understand the need to be, to be stable within myself. It, it, it's simply a matter of I didn't trust myself and it was showing up in lots of different ways. I didn't trust myself to be able to run a successful business. I didn't trust that I could be successful. I've been doing this for a lot of years with between the computer business and this current variation, I've, I've been doing this for a lot of years. And so at some point you get to a place where you kind of go, I'm just not meant to be successful. I'm just not meant to do much more than scrape by. <laughs> you kind of get there. And what, what you have to kind of get through in your head is that the reason why it hasn't been working is because of the wonky energy, because of the crazy ideas, because of all the stuff going on in the background, because of all the things that you needed to heal. So now there's new energy there. It made me very, very tired yesterday. I pulled in this new energy and I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm tired, <laughs> I need a nap, right? And so because I was tired, I didn't really do a whole lot yesterday. But I just kind of allowed myself the day. And in some ways, I sort of had to stabilize that new energy, right? So I, I began to understand that more fully that A, stability was within me, B, 
I had to trust myself, and if I didn't trust myself, I couldn't commit. So I had to trust myself, and then I had to commit to what I was doing. I had to commit to the vision. And so I've, I've done that. I've committed to the vision. So here we go again, right? The message that I offer doesn't change dramatically because I've stabilized that over time. I've gotten very clear over my work and what it is I offer and teach. It may still change in terms of the how, and that's okay, but the what I teach is, is very consistent and has been for a long time. And I enjoy the consistency of knowing what I'm doing. There's stability in that, right? There's stability in knowing, oh, I'm teaching this. This is this is my focus. This is this is what we this is what I do, right? So that helps. So all of it combined, understanding what I'm doing, understanding that I have to trust myself so I can commit knowing fully now when i knew this anyway but knowing fully now that stability is not outside of me it is inside of me and that i have the ability to shift the circumstances will shift i can shift the circumstances right but not the way that most people would probably go about it not not the way we get taught to go about it i can shift the circumstances by simply knowing that I have the ability to do what I do, that I'm good enough and that it's okay and that my work supports me and I can trust myself and I'm committed to my vision and all of those things. And then it comes together and then it starts to work. But until I get all that, I got all that wonky energy sorted out, it wouldn't work. It wasn't going to happen. I had to deal with the wonky energy. I had to deal with the wonky beliefs and ideas around my work and what it looked like, right? As long as I was afraid to commit to my work, I wasn't going to do it. Why was I afraid to commit? Because I was worried about where the money was going to come from. So I wouldn't commit to the vision that I had of speaking and writing, right? Even though I've written nine bucks, I got nine bucks on Amazon right now. Even though I've got nine bucks on Amazon, most of them are short, most of them are less than 100 pages. But even though I've got all of those on Amazon, I was doing them around other things. I wasn't fully committed to it, even though I was managing to get them out. I was still always in a state of sort of wondering what was going to happen in terms of bills. I wasn't fully committed to it, right? And, and it kind of shows that I, I, I'm good enough at what I do that I can, I can put stuff out even while the energy is really warped and even while I'm distracted by other things and even while there's other crap going on, right? Like, you know, even without a full commitment, I can still, I still have enough that I can get stuff out. You know, do, doing your work kind of with one hand tied behind your back, sort of a thing, right? And that that was kind of, kind of the energy that I was putting into it. It was always sort of one handed. 
I was always focusing on other things, but still managing to get my work out. And the problem is, is it would never go very far because I wasn't overly committed to it. So I was doing it because that's what I wanted to do, but I didn't trust it and I didn't believe in it. And I was still more worried about the day to day than the longevity. So what did that mean I was doing? That, mean, that meant I was either selling them really high or giving them away for free. <laughs> and there was, there was pretty much no middle ground. The book was either $9.99 or it was free. And there, there was no middle. So I, I would put the book out and I would give it away for free right away. Because that's what I thought I needed to do. Because I was starting to use the books just for sort of visibility. To try to attract more people into the one-to-ones because the book was too slow. Well, if the book is just sort of a carrot then I'm not committing to anything, right? So you can start to see the really wonky, janky energy that I had going on because I couldn't, I didn't trust what I was doing. So then I was putting it out there for free or I was overcharging for it, right? I think every book I offer right now, except for the, the old tarot journal is, is $2.99. That's the lowest I can put them up for. It's the lowest Amazon will let me do. So. They're $2.99 a pop right now, and it doesn't matter whether they're 100 pages or 50 pages, they're all $2.99. And over Christmas, I actually put them on sale. They were all 99 cents a pop, except for a couple that I chose to make free. Um, and that was cool. But it's kind of this thing where I had to commit to the journey. So now where are we at? What's kind of current day? So my calendar is open at the moment. I'm taking I'm taking appointments for one-to-ones for people that 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 want to do this with me. Um, but really my focus is on my writing. I have a big list of books that I want to create. Um, which is sort of an all-encompassing set of books of everything that I've come to understand over time. And will I add what I learn along the way as I go? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I'll be adding stuff on, on stability and commitment because um, these are important topics and they affect everything that happens around you. You know, not everybody has the wild ride that I've had. Not everybody needs to go through the extremes that I've done to, to learn these lessons. Um, but, um, you know, it these are important, important topics to talk about. These ideas are critical to my success, for sure. Um, and then in helping other people, because my ability to commit opens up the opportunity for others to do the same thing because now I'm not in that weird wonky energy anymore and now I can focus and commit to what I'm doing and that's really really important to me um, to be able to do being connected to that vision as deeply as I am because the vision really is just me right even though even though the vision is sort of outside of me, it's all books and all books and stuff. 
The vision is also very internal because it requires me to come out not only as, as kind of trying to teach or help, but also as a student because I share the bumps along the way. I share the, the things that I picked up, the things that I learned. I share, I share my experiences and I, I freely say, you know what, I don't have this yet. I, I haven't figured it out yet, right? And I, I come out and I'm very, I'm very honest about the fact that I, I'm not here because I've arrived. <laughs> I, I'm not here because I figured it all out because I'm a perfectly healed human being. I'm, I'm here because I'm on the path. And I'm here just sort of sharing my journey in hopes that it helps other people. And figuring out how to do that and what that looks like and and all of those things has been part of the journey. And, and, and those of you that have been around for a while have been watching me do that. That's what you've been seeing. You've been watching me figure out my path. You've been watching me figure out what it is I teach, how I offer it, who I offer it to. You've been watching me go through this process. And the process has not been one of sitting down with a pen and a paper and a business planner and trying to sort out what the business plan business model looks like. <laughs> it hasn't been the traditional method of putting a business together. It's been trial by fire, trial and error. It's been um, a work in progress. It's been a willingness to put it together, take it down and put it back together again differently. It's, it's been the willingness to sort of experiment um, and wing it. And it has been um, thanks to the people that have um, actually stuck around and, and watched me do this, <laughs> maybe with popcorn. Um, <laughs> but they've been hanging out watching me go through this. And I appreciate that. And if you're listening to this, chances are good you're probably one of them. And so I, I thank you for that, um, for hanging out with the popcorn, um, watching the 3D reality TV show that is my life. Um, I, I appreciate you. It, it's, this stuff is challenging and I encourage you to actually, you know, do a modified version of it for yourself. Get okay with, with learning through experience, right? Um, so one of, the, one of the cards in one of the decks I have is self-realization through suffering. And it, it is the idea that you understand yourself through your life experience. Your life experience is the teacher. And we don't have to suffer. <laughs> That's often optional. But usually we learn through some pain, no matter how big or small the pain is, but we learn through some form of pain, what we want and what we don't want. And that is how I've learned about myself, is through this process of dealing with life. I won't call it suffering because it's not, I'm not suffering. It's, it's just the process of living life and allowing experience to show me what it is I need to do next, right? The combination of intuition and my cards and life in general, show me what comes next. 
they show me the path. And as I go down my path, my work evolves to include the things that I pick up along the way. Um, and that is the progression. And that is what you get to see. Where does the content come from? My life. Um, that, that is where the content is. So there's never, almost never a shortage. Um, even, if I, even if I end up just pulling a tarot card to get some inspiration, there's still never a shortage. I, there's always something to say. There's always something to talk about. Um, even, even in this, I didn't really have a topic today and I sort of managed to prattle on now for 24 minutes. Hey, that's pretty cool, you know? Um, and, but that's, that's how this works, you know? Even, even in the winging of it sometimes, um, things come from that. And while um, my rambling may not seem very helpful to me, um, it seems to help somebody else somewhere along the way. Um, and that's, that's two podcasts this week, neither of which were particularly planned. Monday's podcast definitely didn't go the way I had envisioned it to go. Um, Monday's podcast was definitely a blip. Even if you haven't, if you, because there was all kinds of breakthroughs that were happening. So Monday, Monday was kind of breakthrough day. So um, if you if you haven't um, listened to Monday's podcast, go ahead and do that. Um, the habit, uh, habits of thought, is what uh, Monday's episode ended up being about. And today, I was just going to come in here and sort of see where I ended up, and we started talking about commitment and stability, and how that has affected my work and my life in general and um yeah so that's where we've ended up today so i think i'm gonna leave it there that's enough rambling on about me and my crazy world um i will continue to share what i learn as i learn it um that is why i'm here that is what i do um literally literally my job is to share my life as it happens and to try to look for the truth behind it. What is the truth, the higher spiritual, whatever it is, truth, that is not the human ego and the wounds and the pain and the trauma. We look for truth and we figure out how that affects perception and um, look for ways to see things that aren't quite so messy, don't hurt quite so much and allow us to live better and be happier and more stable and um, in a better place. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, sending so much love to all of you. Um, we had that full moon on Monday and cancer and holy cowabunga, dude. Wow. Yep, that was a trip. Um, so self-care, recover, take care of yourself. Much love to everybody. Um, and I will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this on or at. Um, and so this is Laura and Spirituality Unpacked. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good one. Bye for now. This has been Spirituality Unpacked with Laura Bungars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Thanks so much for listening.